my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans, are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me the hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! If you've dreamed of becoming a professional wrestler, it's time to make that dream a reality. The Stride Pro Wrestling Training Academy is now enrolling new students. Classes meet on Tuesdays and Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. for just $60 per month. Be sure to check out the Stride Pro Wrestling Facebook page at facebook.com slash stridepro-wrestling and get enrolled now. Hey friends, it is episode 370 of the My One Two Three Cents podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you're having a great holiday season and Speaking of the holidays, something that you may consider as a last-minute stocking stuffer or something for the new year, it is the Pro Wrestling Vault, Volume 1, and uh, it is by author Vinny Berry. Vinny has been on the show before. Vinny, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you very much for having me on. Very glad to have you once again. Of course, you are the author or the co-author of Lance by Chance, which is what we spoke about the last time you were here on the show. Uh, how are things going with uh, with that book? The book uh, the book surprisingly did very well, and uh, I'm really pleased with with how it did. I mean, we've we're on um, Amazon now, and we're on uh, uh, International Amazon International. So it's you know I've sold some books in Japan and UK and you know South Africa and you know different places so it's kind of cool because you know when you see your your book being sold in another country like that it's it's kind of neat and then uh yeah the it's got a good response a lot of people have enjoyed the book a lot of people like the um like lance they like his his attitude throughout the book and you know a lot of people were surprised of really what happened with that whole ordeal you know a lot of people thought that it was you know happened one way and you know when they read the book they were really surprised that uh you know that it turned out the way that it did absolutely well i'm excited i i just recently in the mail received uh the the pro wrestling vault volume one which to me tells me there's going to be more, which is a good thing. Uh, but this is under the Wrestleville brand. Talk to me a little bit about that. Talk about Wrestleville and exactly what it is. And then I'm going to uh, ask you a few more questions about the cover of this book, which I find very, very fascinating. So I started writing about wrestling about four years ago. I started reaching out to some wrestlers that I knew. I had some connections on Facebook. And I just really started, uh, you know, I've, I've been in the storytelling business for 20 years. I've, I've worked with news agencies and I've written for newspapers. And, and so I wanted 
you know, I knew how to track down a story and there's people that I was very interested about and just, I just started reaching out to professional wrestlers. I wanted to, um, after I did Lance, I wanted uh, the Lance Von Eric book. I wanted to have another project and a couple ideas that I had kind of, you know, I hit the wall with them and, and kind of didn't pan out the way that I, I would have liked them to. A friend of mine had suggested that John Paul LeBlanc, he has, uh, he's a photographer in uh, the Gulf Coast region of the United States. And he uh, said, look, if you ever want to use my pictures, you're more than welcome to use my pictures. And I was talking to Kenny Casanova and he was like, well, why don't you take your stories and, and John's pictures and, and put them together and have like a compilation. And what we came up with was um, this book that it has 35 short stories in it. It covers the era, the what I call the, the Bruce Thorpe era of the NWA, pretty heavy. And it covers the independent scene. And we have stories in here with veterans, Larry Henning, Tracy Smothers, Harley Race, and Sir Mo, and then you uh, have some up and coming people in there, uh, such as uh, uh, Mr. USA or Barrett Brown. Uh, there's a story in here with Shay Summers. You've got some guys on the independent scene that've been on the independent scene for for years: Chaz Taylor, Vordell Walker, uh, Van Van Horn, and so. Um, you've got these stories, a mix of these stories of these different personalities. Every story is different. And I, you know, I really think that, you know, the last couple of years, a lot of autobiographies have been coming out and this gives people an opportunity to, you know, you don't have to commit to one book or one story. Yeah. There's a little, there's a little bit of everything in this book. Yeah, and that's what I what I like about it too. It's kind of a, a snapshot into some of these careers, and you know, of the ten uh, wrestlers on the cover of this, I I am pleased and and proud to say that I've met half of these guys uh, either through my job, uh, past job as a journalist, or doing uh, some work uh, on the indie scene here in Southern Illinois. Um, most notably for me. Golden Boy Greg Anthony, who I worked with in All-American Pro Wrestling. He was the booker there. He was also a wrestler there. And I know that he is continuing to do well and has had some uh, health issues in the past. Now, when you go about setting up and, and, and meeting these wrestlers or, you know, you're reaching out to them. I know you said through the Internet and, and I guess most of them probably you did this through the phone or were you able to meet some of them face to face and, and, and do some of these interviews or how did you go about collecting all this information? Yeah, I did. I, I did it all over the phone, uh, called them and, you know, of course I recorded the conversation so I could go back and listen to it and transcribe it and go back to it from time to time if I needed to. And, you know, I've, I've knocked on a lot of doors, right? If that, if, if working in news has taught me one thing, you know, just keep on knocking and keep on walking, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, um, you know, there's a lot of people that I reached out to that I wanted to interview that declined, you know, and then there was a lot of people that, that I've reached out to that were more than glad to do it, which I was really surprised, you know, 
um, Bushwhacker Luke, I was surprised. Uh, Tracy Smothers, I was pretty uh, per surprised. And, and of course, Harley Race, I couldn't believe that I yeah. got to talk to Harley Race, you know. Absolutely. You know, um, Tracy Smothers, I, the late, great Tracy Smothers, was uh, on the very first show I ever ring announced for. Um, he was wrestling Billy Gunn. Uh, it was an IWA Mid-South uh, show here in Southern Illinois. And, uh, you know, I, I'm envious of you in many ways that you have been able to collect these stories and, and put them together in the form of a book. Was it ever, you know, and I think, you know, as a journalist yourself too, you know, you kind of learn how to develop that thick skin and take no for an answer or not take no for an answer and, and stay persistent and, and keep your eye on, on the end game. Uh, did you ever get discouraged when trying to uh, connect with some of these guys and, and women in, in the, in the sport? You know, I mean, there's, I guess there's, you know, some times where, you know, really had my, I have to watch my expectations, right? Because, you know, I'll, I'll reach out to somebody and I think it's going to happen. And for whatever reason, it, it may not, you know, but I just, you know, now that I've been doing it for about four years, I just, you know, I just decide that, Hey, I'll reach out to somebody. If it, if it works, that's cool. If not, then I'll just move on and, you know, just find somebody else. And I like kind of finding, um, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like uh, kind of obscure wrestlers that, you know, people that have been maybe on the independent scene for a long time that really haven't broke through. But then when you go back and look at their records, you know, like, wow, how do I not know about this person? And th those are the people I like to reach out to. And of course, you know, not everybody in the book is like that. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people that are very well known in this book, Ricky Morton, uh, C.W. Anderson, Tim Storm. So, you know, a lot of these people, uh, you know, have done very well for themselves. What do you, you know, I know this was a work in progress and, and you said you started about four years ago. And in that time, uh, notwithstanding, uh, obviously, the pandemic, but wrestling itself has seen such a resurgence with the NWA coming back uh, and, 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 you know, streaming and, and being available to folks. Uh, of course, AEW, the WWE has expanded with NXT. Um, Impact Wrestling is, is, you know, doing well. We just recently learned, you know, Ring of Honor's fate, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, I think wrestling is, there's so much available now. And I, and I do think that there is a lot of talent out there. Um, even though there is a lot on TV, there's a lot of talent, some of it in this book even that that we maybe don't know about and I, I think like you said discovering these these new talents or these talents we maybe didn't know about before is is kind of fun and exciting as well yeah and that that was the whole purpose of when i started the website you know we we all know everybody who's on television right mm -hmm. and uh there's a lot of people that been grinding it out for years that you know may not get some of the exposure that that they deserve and that was one of the reasons you know and Sean Paul would always say hey you need to reach out to this guy if I if I reach out to like Sermo or Greg Anthony they'd say yeah you need to call this guy or call that guy interview him and I might not know some of these people 
But, you know, um, Sir Mo uh, gave me the name of uh, uh, Christian Blake. Okay. And I, I reached out to him when I didn't know who he was. And, you know, but now he's, you know, he's was just in NXT and, and then released and yeah. he's going to do fine on the independent scene. Right. You know. Yeah. And when, when you, um, you know, when you're talking to some of these legends, I would imagine it's almost surreal in that, you know, Harley Race, Ricky Morton, as you mentioned, uh, Tracy Smothers, you know, these were, you know, in the Harley Race, especially in the in the 70s and 80s was the NWA heavyweight champion seven or eight times. And then, you know, Ricky Morton was part of the one of the, the, the most popular tag teams of all time. How do you remove yourself from that? Uh, you know, obviously, you've got to say professional and, and not fanboy over over these situations. But it's got to be, and I imagine at this point now, you've talked to so many of these legends that it's kind of become second nature for you, huh? Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna say I don't get excited. I get excited, right? But you know what? I got a job to do, and you know. Uh, I do need to carry myself in a professional way. Um, after after the interview, yeah, there there might be a little bragging going on, or you know, I might. I mean, you know what? When I interviewed Harley Race, this is how it came about. They, uh, him and Larry Henning were nominated for the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame tag team mm-hmm. that year in 2017. Okay, and. Um, I never thought in a million years I'd talk to Harley Race. And so I wasn't even really going to reach out to him. And I thought, you know, I'm, I wonder what Larry Henning's doing. So I Googled Larry Henning. And at the time, before he passed away, him and his wife were running a real estate agency up in Minnesota. Yeah, okay. And I was like, this is the same Larry Henning, you know? And so I called and uh, I believe I talked to his wife and she says, she gave me the number to the house and said, call, call us tonight and he'll talk to you and he, he'll, he'll be looking forward to it. So I called him, interviewed him for about a half hour or so and was wrapping things up on the conversation. He goes, well, what did Harley have to say about all this? And I said, well, I haven't, I haven't talked to Harley. And he goes, would you like to talk to Harley? And I said, I'd love to talk to Harley. He goes, let me get his number. So oh, yeah, he gave me his number. I called up Harley. And he was willing to talk. I told him what I was doing and who I was. And he said, okay, great. And he talked to me about the tech team. And then the next day, um, I was to call his school and ask for a particular person. So he would email me a picture of Harley. And then Harley answered the phone that day. And we talked for another hour and a half. Holy cow. So I, I got another story out of him. So I did a, a story on him and Larry Henning, and then I did a story of him by himself, you know? And uh, that was, I told my wife after that, and I think I only had two stories on the website when I interviewed him. I said, well, we can close the website now. I just caught the biggest biggest fish in the ocean, you know? Wow. How do you, when, when you go about talking and, and, you know, I'm not asking for any uh, uh, tricks of the trade or secrets or anything, but do you ever find 
there being a little hesitancy on the other end of, of, of reaching out? Like, you know, like, is this guy on the up and up? What's, what's the story? Or now do you think with having Lance by chance under your belt and now volume one done, has it lent itself a little more credibility to you when you t- do reach out to uh, individuals? I, I think it, I think it does now, but you know what? I've never, um, you know, everyone that I've written a story on has been really, uh, you know, uh, easy to work with. They've all been uh, a joy to work with and they, they, they want to tell their story. You know, people, people like to tell their story. And, you know, if um, there was a couple people that I didn't interview that might've felt like that, but everybody that I interviewed did not feel like, hey, is this guy on the up and up? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think I have enough work out there now where people like, oh yeah, I, I, you know, this is the Russellville guy, or this this guy is the guy that did Lance's book, or, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, wrestling wrestling fans and people who follow wrestling and and like reading books and stuff, they're, I mean. They they know I'm legit, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned Larry Hennig and, and of course, Harley Race, Tracy Smothers, all who have passed away just in the last few years. Now, the, you know, there there's a bit of them, uh, their leg, you know, obviously their legacy lives on through the network and, and magazines and other books and, and whatnot. But you have some some details and some snapshots of, of, of their careers as well that has been preserved and, you know, obviously as our, our favorites, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a great resource, I guess, and a great, you know, bite-sized stories, if you will. And, and there's enough there, but then you kind of know that there's more. And I, and I'm guessing with all the stories and all the people that you've talked to and you called this volume one for a reason. So there's more on the horizon, I'm guessing, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and there'll be, there'll be different wrestlers, you know, and I'm still sorting through pictures, but we're, we're going to, you know, this book has 400 pictures in it. Yeah. It's amazing. And, and there's, there's probably going to be about the same amount in the next one. Um, you know, the thing that's neat about this book, um, what I did was on the, you know, I tried to fill all the blank pages that I could and, you know, you've got pictures like Adam Pierce and Cody Rhodes and, you know, former NWA World Heavyweight Champions, you know, yeah. kind of celebrate their career. It has their their major title reigns underneath them. I got Jazz and the her WWE dates and her NWA date. And, you know, uh, Rob Conway's in here. There's a story on here with Tim Rapata. Tim Rapata was NWA World Champion like in 2000. And um, he's, he's from this area. Okay. Uh, is just down there. I actually had him on our uh, morning show back in the day or Mike Rapata, I should say is who. Yeah. I Mike Rapata. Yeah. He uh, uh, was wrestling as the Colorado kid and, and had come in, uh, was working for Burt Prentice who we lost earlier this year as well, but they had come in and, and, and did an interview and stuff too. Great guy. And like I said, he's uh semi-local i think he still has family up in this area so uh it's always fun to to chat with him and and see him from time to time yeah and going back to what you said you know uh 
it's kind of like a history book, right? I mean, it's it's oh. it's stuff that was documented. It's it's not going away, you know. And um, there's a girl in here. Her name's uh, Shay Summers, and she's on the back of the book. And I reached out to her uh, just a couple weeks ago, and she told me she's not currently wrestling. But me and my friends that you know knew of her and my and I have some friends that seen her live on the Gulf Coast okay. and they they like her you know yeah. and everything that I've seen her in I've liked her you, if you look at her in these pictures you know she's always got like a scowl or mm -hmm. a, you know like a surprise look on her face and I mean she's she's in it you know and I I thought she was for as young as she was I thought she was very, very talented, mm -hmm. and she's not wrestling right now, but you know what? Her story's in the book, and what's really neat is she tells a story in, in the story that's printed in this book. She tells a story about Daphne and how uh, she was at a seminar, and Daphne um, was an influence on her career and how much she learned from her. And as I was formatting the book, uh, Daphne passed away. Yeah. And so what I did was we put a picture of Daphne in the, in the back of the book and, uh, you know, to help hold on to her legacy yeah. as well. And also, too, we put the, the suicide hotline number there, too. Um, I, know, I know her death affected a lot of people. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I and I just you know it wasn't just me; it was a lot of people. I was talking to uh, the guy that grooms my dog, and you know he was really upset. You know, and this was just about two weeks ago. You know, I mean, it 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 hurt a lot of people. You know, and that's the thing. You know, I I think other forms of entertainment have this, obviously, sports and and whatnot, but. Uh, obviously, you know, wrestling is my thing. I'm, I'm most interested and in, involved with it than anything else. Um, and I, I just feel like, you know, as fans, we get, we become so attached because it's not just a quote unquote character. Uh, these are real people. And, you know, when, when you are fortunate enough, whether you are able to meet and interact with them um, on the phone or on social media or at a show and a lot of the indie shows you're able to shake hands and get pictures and, and do those things with these uh, men and women. But when we lose them, it hurts. And uh, you know, especially if we have that connection to them, but even those who, you know, we weren't able to, you know, maybe meet Daphne in person or, or, or whatnot, but I feel like a lot of people responded and reacted, especially the circumstances surrounding her death. And I, I appreciate the fact that you paid tribute to her and, and, and put the number in there for folks that may need uh, someone to talk to or, or need that help. Because a lot of times I think uh, wrestling fans are a, a bit introverted. We're not all uh, outgoing and, and some people maybe even avoid social situations except going to those shows. So I, I think that wrestling is a great outlet for folks. And, and this book I think will also serve as that companion piece of, of what we've seen on TV through the years and, and being able to kind of learn a few more things about our favorites. Yeah, and uh, one of my friends was telling me that 
you know, with the people that he didn't know in this book, that he was going on YouTube and oh. looking for their matches and stuff like that. And uh, that was the whole purpose of this. Yeah. That, that was, you know, to give these wrestlers more exposure to to learn about them. And I, of course, I learned, I didn't know half of these people, uh, but people would say, hey, you need to talk to this guy or you need to talk to this girl or why don't you call this guy or, you know, this is a guy I'm training. He's on the rise, you know, and, and, you know, I, I liked that I kept it in a mix like that, that I wasn't like, oh no, I just got to get, I got to get top tier guys, you know? Right, right. I'm so glad that because when I look at look at it now, I mean it's it's interesting to me, you know. And when when I I just flip through it and see these pictures, the pictures are amazing. And right. you know, the who's who is in this book. I mean, you can find almost anybody in this book, and that's what's so cool about it. Absolutely. And, and talk to me about, you know, kind of developing the relationship with John Paul LeBlanc. And I know you mentioned uh, Kenny Casanova earlier, too, who uh, I had him on the podcast years ago when he did the Kamala book. Um, so, you know, Kenny is, is someone that's known out there as well in the in the wrestling fandom and, and, and authors. But how do you develop those relationships and, and you're able to showcase uh, these photos and a lot of great photos too, by the way. Well, when I was, when I was starting the website, I'd ask like Greg Anthony or James Beard, you know, Hey, uh, do you have a photo that I can use for the story? Uh-huh. And they all kept on pointing me in the direction of John Paul, you know? And so um, I reached out to him and he was like, yeah, no problem. Whatever you need, please credit credited it like this and told me how he wanted it. And uh, he was like, look, anytime you need a picture, let me know. So, you know, I'd say, okay, I need this guy and that guy. And before you know it, I was getting all these pictures. Well, we started talking and I told him that, Hey man, I'm working on the Lance Von Eric book. Mm -hmm. And I told him, he might've been one of the very first people I told him because I was in, I was actually in Pittsburgh and I found out about two weeks ago that I was going to do it so me and Lance decided we were going to do it and I went on a trip to go see my family in Pittsburgh and I talked to him from Pittsburgh and uh, I told him what I was doing and it's kind of funny because I'd only known him for a couple weeks or maybe a couple months and uh, you know now that we've we built this relationship this friendship and I guess, partnership. And we just, uh, you know, he was like, look, man, use my pictures because I'm not going to put them in a book. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, I, I love taking pictures, but I'm not going to do anything with them, you know? And so uh, I think, I, I think this is a nice tribute to his work and to mine. I think our work complements each other very, very well. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, that's actually how I met Kenny Casanova because I was at a ring of honor show in 2009. It was WrestleMania weekend in uh, Houston and Kamala was on that show. And for the first time I kind of saw him out of character, he was signing autographs. And of course, when we were kids, Kamala was 
on world class and the WWF and the UWF. He was this, you know, uh, you know, monster basically. And, right. and to see him sitting there signing autographs, I snapped a picture of it and posted it on social media. And I think I had written a blog about it as well. And, and Kenny saw it online and had reached out to me and asked if he could use the photo in, in his book. Um, and this was way back when the iPhones were very new and it turned out the quality of the photo wasn't, publish worthy, which I understood, but that's how we kind of struck up our uh, relationship of sorts. And, and I had him and, and Kamala before he passed on, on the podcast. And so I, that's the other thing I like about wrestling is as fans are able to kind of connect and, and use their talents or just use their fandom uh, to develop relationships and friendships. And then now you're serving uh, other fans with, with works of, of, of books and, and foot, photography and you know all that good stuff that that kind of goes along with it so it's it's a great way to kind of keep that wrestling uh food chain alive so to speak absolutely and you know it's like 10 years from now you know even if even if this young lady never wrestles again her story is here yeah you know she she pretty much stamped her her legacy you know and she wrestled right absolutely and, and, you know, Van Van Horn, I don't know if you, you know anything about him. He was basically a jobber in the WWF. Well, yep. he, he wrestled a total of like five years over like a 20-year a span, you know, which – so all these people have a different, unique story, you know, it's, and that's what's really cool about it, you know. Absolutely. It, it's very neat. Is there anyone on your wish list of sorts that you would like to get or uh, any teasers for an upcoming volume of, of, uh, of the Pro Wrestling Vault? Well, you know, I, I did reach out to uh, – have you ever heard of Rocky, uh, Rocky Reynolds? I have not. Okay. He's from Pennsylvania, and he's okay. four-time NWA junior – heavyweight champion okay and um i came across him and i and i uh came across his name many times looked him up he had a he has like a fan page and um i thought i already reached out to him but i recently reached out to him told him that i wanted to have him on my podcast and he was very, very open about it. You know, he, were, he was very excited about it. He goes, absolutely, let's do it. And then I discovered his book. And uh, so I'm in the middle of reading his book. Oh, nice. And uh, interesting, very interesting. And, and see, these, these are the stories that I like. You know, the, the, here's this guy who was NWA, junior heavyweight champion, Probably, you know, one, you know, maybe the second most prestigious belt when it came to the NWA, right? And um, this guy was champion four times. I didn't know this. Yeah. Right? I didn't know of his career. And that's the stuff that I like discovering with, with Russellville. And uh, in volume two, there's going to be an array of, a, array of people. Uh, like I said, I'm still going through. Um, the editing process on that it takes it takes some time you know and uh 
I'm probably hoping to have that thing uh, done by this time next year. It, it seems to kind of be, you know, like I'm kind of like on a schedule, you know, to, but uh, yeah, as far as, as teasers, uh, I know jazz is going to be in the book. I've got a story on Bobby Eaton and I've got a story on Kamala. So those stories will be in the book. And then of course, a lot of people, I've got some people from Alabama. Um, of course, uh, this past year, I've met a lot of people from the Gulf Coast, right? So um, I've got Jay Davis from Houston, uh, who's been wrestling for a couple years. He's a very, uh, I, I like his personality. He's a good guy. And I've got uh, Mac Daddy Duds. You've got to look up Mac Daddy Duds on uh, YouTube. This guy wears a money boa. Oh, no. uh, there's actually a picture of him in that book. I was going to say, I, I think I, yeah, I just actually was flipping through here and I just actually came across him. He looks like a character. <laughs> he is a, yeah, he's like a, uh, he's, he's like a trailer park high roller. There we go. <laughs> I can see that. I like it. I like that, it. That's about the best way I can describe him, but he's a lot of fun. And that's, and that's what wrestling is. You know, it's, sure. It's it's fun. And also too, I wanna I mentioned this to you earlier, but every every book that's bought online at my website is gonna come with a uh, surprise autograph by one of fourteen people in the book. And some of those wrestlers are uh Bobby Fulton, Damian Wayne, Tim Storm, uh, CW Anderson, Greg Anthony, uh James Beard, Chaz Taylor, Sean Hernandez and uh mr usa chris michaels so there's there's quite a few people that you know it, it's a nice little extra bonus with very the book cool. very cool Vinny, let folks know where they can pick up the book you mentioned the website what is the website and, and what's the best way to get a hold of it yeah you can get it at lancebychance.com where where the other book is at as well that's where the store is if you're on my website russellville.com there's like a, a little button that it'll take you to Lance by Chance and you can purchase the book there. But lancebychance.com is where you can get the book. Very good. And and folks, the uh, link will be in the write-up for the podcast this week. Is there anything else, Vinny, you want to get out there before we wrap up this week's show? No, I just want to thank everybody who, who read Lance by Chance and uh, thank you for all the 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 nice reviews that that you've left and and for being open to the story because you know me being in texas you know living in here in texas um a lot of people when i came out with it were you know we're not gonna stand for this uh <laughs> you know and uh when they read it they were like hey you know what it, it's it's a good story they were surprised that you know, he's not out burying anybody, you know, and uh, a lot of people were surprised about how smart he was about the business for a guy who really wasn't in the business, you know, uh, would have never been in the business, right? But they were surprised that, you know, but he, he's smart, you know, and he kept his eyes open and he, he learned, you know, he understood that's one thing. He's a businessman, right? And so he understood, you know, when he's in there learning wrestling, 
he was more learning the business aspect of it as, you know, cause he was always athletic. So, I mean, he needed to know how to do some of these moves and stuff, but he wanted to understand the, you know, how it, how it kind of turned yeah. the turnstiles, you know, and how it drew the money in. And that was, you know, when people read that, they're like, wow, I, I didn't understand. I didn't know that he was so savvy. And they also didn't know that he went over, you know, internationally was a huge star over there, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Vinny, thank you again so much for thank being you. Uh, wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And hopefully we'll chat again with uh, Volume 2, if not sooner. And uh, I, again, I appreciate the copy as well. Friends, I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays as well. And we will talk again next week. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.